For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 409 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. That fine 409. I'm your host, Will Witten. Sheesh. <laughs> hey, buddy. How you hey. doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Definitely um, not looking to get back to work tomorrow. You know, today's my Sunday. I don't want my weekend to be yeah. over. Blah, 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 blah. I but. always remember growing up, Sundays being the sad day. Yeah, man. It was the sad day, and it felt like the short day. I mean, you have bedtime every other night on the weeknight, you know, because it's a school night. But for some reason, Sunday just felt like the saddest day because it was the end of the weekend, and it was going to be short, and you had to go to bed soon. Mm-hmm. And then Friday always felt like the best because you could stay up late, and you could do all kind of shit. <coughs> Buddy, you... You're describing my life to a T, except that my Friday is Tuesday. So Tuesday, when I get off work, shit, I'm in a good mood. I'm like, I'm gonna stay out. I'm gonna stay up till the break of dawn. Go to bed earlier than usual. Fucking hitting yeah. that that honk shoe honk shoe sleep. <laughs> that cartoon sleep. Uh huh. She's like, me 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> me 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 me. Um. So yeah, buddy. I um. I definitely do not want to get back to work tomorrow, but it's fine. They really they really messed with me about a month ago when I went in that one day and they were like, "Hey, we've got uh we've got more people than we need on staff today. So if you want to take today off, uh, you know, feel free." You cool with us. Report. Yeah, man. And I was like, "Ooh." And they were like, "Yeah, and it doesn't take away from your PTO or anything." And I was like, "Ooh." Well, Ooh, well. Piece of candy. Yeah, man. So they really fucking did me in with that. So now every day when I go into work, I'm like, ooh, are they going to tell tell me that there's there's too many people and I don't have to work today? Nope. Nope. Hadn't happened since. And I should know that because considering I've worked there over a year now and that's only happened once, that should give me a clue into how common that is, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so we have a little bit of shit to talk about this week. Not a ton. Um, you know, I think, um, I think we're going to be a little light on the topics, even leading into Ahsoka, maybe more so than usual because of the, uh, the two strikes, right? The the Mm -hmm. actors and the writers strike. So be interested to see how the next couple of weeks go. Obviously, you know, once Ahsoka starts, we'll have that to talk about. Um, and how long do you think the strike will go on? I don't know, buddy. I got to be honest. Like, I was never like a Bob Iger fanboy, but I did kind of like the dude, right? Like, he played yeah. a big part in, well, a huge part in in Disney purchasing Lucasfilm and then sort of restarting Star Wars. So I was like, hey, that dude's all right for me with me. But then he said some, frankly, some pretty tone deaf, fucked up shit about how the demands of the Writers Guild and the Screen Actors Guild were unrealistic and shit. I was like, come on, man. 
right? We we all know the paycheck you'd be getting to be the CEO for Disney again, right? But yeah, it, it's it's real rich. Yeah, you know, to have him probably probably skyping from his multi million dollar apartment or yacht somewhere, right? You know, having this kind, con- you know, relaying this information about how these demands are unreasonable, right? And you know what? It really it really boils down to is some real fucking silly goose behavior. So, uh, I, I saw that and I was like, come on, man. Like, fucking help these folks out. These people are who make you that money. The reason you're able to get that fucking $27 million bonus or whatever the fuck it is, is because of the people that actually do the work. So, and they're, they're scared. Okay. The, these writers and these actors are doing this because there's a rise in streaming and there's a rise in artificial intelligence. And mm-hmm. both these things on the horizon simultaneously are scaring the shit of these people that are content creators. Like, because. Well, and it, the streaming thing is not on the rise. It's been going on for a while. And well, they yeah. Don't and get, the way thing, the yeah. deck is stacked against them mm-hmm. for compensation for content created for streaming. Yeah. So it's looking. I mean, I know some of them make egregious amounts, but that obviously those aren't, those people aren't doing streaming acting. So, like, um, not all of them, you know, Tom Cruise ain't doing no streaming series, but, uh, you know, the big, there's this, this existential crisis in the entertainment industry of what are movies and streaming? What is that going to, what is the combination of the two going to look like going forward? And I think these writers and these actors are scared of their place in that going forward, the milieu of all of it and the complexity and the mm-hmm. unknown of all of it. So they're just trying to secure their own future because no one wants to all of a sudden be replaced or be paid pennies for work they used to be paid dollars for. Yeah. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> I don't think the, to me, the the AI, the chat J, J, GPT stuff, that kind of AI stuff is... Maybe a little overblown, but it doesn't scare me that. now. But what we know about technology and its ability to improve exponentially, it, it's not hard to extrapolate a universe not too far in the future where the artificial intelligence is pretty damn good. Yeah, and, and like, be honest with you, I have zero interest in watching a show or movie written by AI. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's going to be within the studio's interest not to let you know. Well, well, that's that, I guarantee you they don't come out of this fucking strike situation without addressing that. So, because that's one of the big talking points. And um, the, the eventually media is going to have to be some sort of the way it's recorded will have to be watermarked versus what you know what is created and what is actual visual recording. I don't know. I, I mean. That, like I said, it's a big, it's one of the big parts in both of these strikes. So it's going to get addressed. Um, yeah. And that makes me happy because I don't, we're, it, 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 there's no way. Uh, you and I had this conversation a few weeks ago off mic. There's no way a production could be written by AI and it not get out. Movie and TV productions are fucking huge. You're not keeping that secret. So that's, I'm right. not worried Do you think that. they would ghostwrite it? Do no. you think the, the studio would create no. a persona that they would y- use the AI as the writer and bill it as no. this fake person? No. They did. Productions are too big. Like, there's no way that doesn't get out. Like you're ta- you're talking about like there hasn't been a single fucking Star Wars production that shit didn't get out on right like yeah and and trust me if a studio really wanted to fucking keep something secret it would be oh we broke Harrison Ford's leg on the Force Awakens you know so, that's true um, but anyways besides all that um, you know I I you and I can fucking bullshit and fucking. I'm just goofing. New boot goofing. Goof around enough to fucking fill out an hour. I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying, like, you know, typically the promotion and stuff that we would use for discussion topics isn't going to happen in the traditional sense leading up to Ahsoka because all the actors and stuff aren't allowed 
to promote. Like they're not even allowed right. to go to Comic Con to promote. So right. unless they want to be a scab. Um, I got a feeling they may cut together some behind the scenes footage. Yeah, we might get something like the that. actors being like silly or positive or something in some way. Yeah, now that's um, different. Like there, there will be stuff that was already shot and and in the can or that they can edit together for promotional purposes. Mm-hmm. But that you're not going to get the typical sort of interview circuit unless the strike resolves before Ahsoka comes out, which uh, I don't think it's going to. You're talking about like a month away, basically. Um, But besides all that, uh, you know what's not written by AI? You know what's not a fucking scab? MyWeirdFoot.com or BlueHarvest.rocks where you can go for all your Blue Harvest needs. Ooh, buddy, I got to show you this. 100% genuine article. So um, you know how, you know our buddy Sean, one of the best mods in the game. Look at this that he cooked up, right? So when you go to myweirdfoot.com now, this is what you see. It looks like our traditional uh, Street Fighter player select screen. It's got you and me and Steve, Turgle, fucking Vladi, Vladi Divok. I believe that's Tifa from Final Fantasy. And then, of course, Blue Harvest and High Potion. So, like, Mm -hmm. let's let's say you go to, oh, myweirdfoot.com. I want to look at High Potion. This is cool. And it takes you to the High Potion page. You want to go to Blue Harvest? It takes you to the Blue Harvest page. Oh, that is neat. Isn't that sick? And, and listen, guys, it's so easy. You're going to find links to our Twitter, um, all the different podcast places that you can hear us, the different platforms, our Discord server. You guys should come hang out in the Discord. We're having a good time over there. Um, <laughs> links to send us voicemails or emails, uh, our Instagram, our Twitch channel, where I've been streaming like a madman. Did the uh, sour candy challenge the other day, uh, yesterday, I guess it was. Um, and of course, you'll find a link to our Patreon, where if you want to support us, you can for as little as three dollars a month, you get access to the exclusive RSS feed. I have been pumping out episodes of my rebels rewatch bonus show will i i think like let me see let me go there and see let me see how many we uh i've put out so far i mean i i released the 11th episode today my Um, goodness your content machine yeah man look at all that i've been watching a lot of rebels i tell you what man um i'm about halfway through the second season now um, I haven't sat down to crunch the numbers to see if I'll be able to, you know, realistically be done with it before Ahsoka comes out. But I should be pretty close, I think. Um, and I got to say, I'm quite enjoying that Rebels rewatch. Because back in the day, um, when the first season of Rebels was running, I bought the episodes every week on Amazon. Because uh, I didn't have Disney XD on my cable system or whatever. It wasn't available mm-hmm. at first. <clears throat> so the only way for me to watch Rebels week by week was by buying the episodes. And I watched that first season a good bit just because it was available and it was new. But like season two and onward, I, I haven't ever rewatched any of that. I think I watched it when it originally aired and we talked about the episodes, but that was it. So I've forgotten about a bunch of things and sort of watching it in a a binge format has actually been pretty pretty fun pretty enjoyable so if you're interested in checking that out or any of our other patreon bonus shows of which there are a ton patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast and a big shout out to all our patrons you guys are the best the best so um so comic-con is going on right now right like i think yesterday was the preview day today was the first real day i guess um, and there is some um, Ahsoka content at uh, Comic-Con. They have, like, the Lucasfilm booth with some stuff um, put up. I'm actually going to pull it up on our buddy Corey's uh, <coughs> Twitter because he posted some pictures the other day. Um, Look at Corey. Corey be posted some collectibles. My dude. My dude. 
I'd be like, oh, I wonder what collectibles they're showing off at Comic-Con. I know exactly where to go. Corey's Twitter, bro. Um, here we go. Let's see. Where's some of his Ahsoka stuff? That's some cool Cad Bane and Thrawn. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here is some of the stuff from the Ahsoka booth at Comic-Con. They've got uh, the big the mural. the mural from the end of Rebels, which I think mm -hmm. is awesome. I love that they basically just took the the mural as it was from the end of the cartoon and put that in the show. You know what I mean? Like, It's smart. Yeah. I think that's real smart. Um, and there's the Lothcat dude. I am so... <laughs> I'm ridiculously excited about live-action Lothcat. Is it that's silly? Cool. Sure. But I don't give a fuck, man. I love no. Lothcats. I can't wait to see these little jokers. I could be friends with that guy, Will. 100 percent. yeah you could yeah absolutely that's what i like to hear um they got chopper they got they got, <laughs> they got Corey, <laughs> sabine's helmet which is cool mm. um man i want to go to comic-con one year so bad man yeah right <sighs> one day maybe one day i wonder if i think steel is going i'm not sure um but so they've got a little bit going on, you know, related to Ahsoka. And of course, all the, the licensors that are doing products have shit on display. Um, oh, that's a I might have to send that to our buddy Evan. That's a cool Mace Windu statue. Yeah, it is. Um, but another thing that they have on display that I think is kind of interesting that. Um, is is neat to take a look at as some concept art from Ahsoka, right? Um, yeah. Here, let's check these out. What? What is this? Man. Um, this one in particular. Can you see this image, buddy? I can. It's very small, but I can see it. Let me see if I can make it bigger. Mm, that didn't really work. I'm not really good at this, Will. That's quite all right. I can um, see it gold interior yeah it's some kind of spaceship Morning. with like a super elaborate uh golden interior and there's like some droids and stuff and i'm assuming the figure standing there is thrawn so like okay. I, I know one thing this ain't the chimera thrawn ship you know that you see in rebels unless you know in his time away from the the regular galaxy out in the you know, past that, the whatever, the outer rim or whatever. The unknown um, regions. Yeah, in the unknown regions, he decided to fucking pimp my ride and change up. Maybe it would it would make sense that in the unknown regions, you could come across a style of shipbuilding you hadn't encountered before. Buddy, you read my mind. Like, I do kind of wonder if that's what's going on. Did, is this, you know, sort of... Um, a design of a ship from some civilization that lives out there in the out, you know, the unknown regions. Uh -huh. um, and had the uh, misfortune of crossing paths with General Thrawn. Yeah, great. Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. Could it be that? Could it be? I don't know, man. I don't know. But this one piece of concept art, and there's some other ones, but this one in particular really fucking lit my imagination up. Fired up it's the old so mind. It's so the race. opposite. Of the interior of a spaceship when Star Wars, you know, you think of like sterile gray <laughs> yeah. and plasticky blue gray and black and panels and yeah. so it's, um, it's either polished that, black floors. It's either that and that's what you think of when you think of Imperials, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's sort of like that quote unquote lived in grimy you know it's got um the rebel side has like a quilted uh -huh. kind of a, like a barding padded interior to the spaceships kind mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. oh um so yeah i if i hope one of my biggest hopes for the ahsoka show and the thrawn and ezra stuff is that it opens up some weird shit for Star Wars, meaning like new alien species, new civilizations and shit that are out beyond the known galaxy of Star Wars that, you know, can you can fuck around and bring in some new design elements and new, 
characters and shit and just new. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know it wasn't introduced. I guess it's not new, but the space whales is pretty cool. Yeah, I know they were introduced in Rebels, and then you know Grogu saw them in hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling that's going to tie into Ahsoka somewhere because we don't have a lot of information about them. The Purgles, you know. No, no and and I think that there's considering their role. Wait, they're right? called Purgles. Purgles. So, it's possible for Turgle to ride a Purgle. Oh, oh my God, Purgle! I know the next AI art we need to do. Oh Turgle my God. riding a Purgle. Yep, that's a Purgle. That's what they look okay. like. All right, okay. Purgle, a Turgle riding a Purgle. Shh, we got. Well, I'm gonna cut this part out, but we got a fucking episode title this week, buddy. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, and the thing that's weird, right? So let's say this does lead to, you know, some cool discoveries in the unknown regions. Well, what happens to all that by the time of the sequel trilogy, right? Because, you know, in the sequel trilogy, a lot of stuff is sort of status quo. You got the First Order, they're the Empire, you know, that sort of thing. Um, it kind of seems like from the sequel trilogy, it seems like the first order kind of got a toehold in the unknown regions. Yeah. Yeah. And well, like the other thing is, is I hope, I mean, obviously I don't think I kind of feel like what Thrawn and Ezra have been up to in the years since the end of rebels is one of the central mysteries of the Ahsoka show. So I'm not expecting them to okay. you know like uh i'm not expecting there to be a ton of that information immediately available in the show like what's it like out there what have they been up to i think that's something that will slowly get revealed to us over the course of the season or maybe even a second season what i hope it's not is it's just not thrawn shows back up and he's like Phew. unknown regions guys crazy good good to be back home let's fuck some shit up you know? Now that the unknown regions are under my heel, right. I shall return as um, the heir to the Empire. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> he said the thing! Um, <laughs> I do also love this Lothcat concept art. Oh, yeah. Look at that boy. That's how, that's how Walter looks at He sits on the kitchen counter while I'm getting his wet food ready on wet food day. That's how he looks at me. Hey, man, you think you could do that just a little bit faster? You say you're going to talk about it or be about it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like the the Ahsoka concept art stuff is pretty cool. Here's I wonder if this is that ship, because this is another piece of concept art. Maybe this is the exterior of that ship with the gold interior. Because yeah. that doesn't look super familiar, right? Or super in line. Yeah, it is. It's got a little bit of a... I'm trying to think of a way to explain it since this is It's got a space shuttle y starliner kind yeah. of feel to it. Yeah, so it's it's it, it almost looks a little bit like a, a Mon Cal cruiser without all the bubbly bits on it, right? Yeah, yeah um, very sleek. Very sleek and sort of thin in that in that way. And then the second half of it, you know how like home one the ship has, you know, like it's got the part that sticks out and then there's the the vertical bit. Um, it's yeah, got like a the fin. Li- yeah. Like, yeah, it's got a little bit of that going on as well, but yeah. definitely weird and different looking. Yeah, absolutely. I'm assuming Thrawn's ship must have gotten fucked up. If that, you know, if the Chimera must well, not. Who knows though? Um, maybe he, uh, maybe he's gonna go back for it. Maybe. Maybe he's waiting for it to arrive. He brought himself first. He's got it in the shop. He shipped the rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drop ship Galaxy UPS. Um, there was something else. Let me see if I can find it. Um, there were some pictures. This was also from um, Comic Con. There were some pictures of the lightsabers from the show on display. Um, I can't seem to find it though. The one thing, I mean, you know, they're lightsabers. They're cool looking, but it's not. Um, Huh. Not anything crazy. Not necessarily, but the one thing I did notice is they showed 
the lightsaber that Sabine has. And granted, um, I can't exactly remember what Ezra's second lightsaber looked like. The hilt. Um, oh, okay, never mind. It is then. Okay, I was about to say, I don't think it's Ezra's second lightsaber. Because, you know, he starts off with this thing, right? The one that looks kind of yeah, like a Yeah, the blaster gun. saber. And then he gets the second one that's got the green blade. Um, and I, this is what it looks. Stapler. Yeah. yeah. And the the lightsaber they have on display for Sabine looks very similar to that. So I guess it is. Oh, okay. That's what, I mean, that's what I had been sort of saying for the last couple of weeks and stuff since we saw her with that saber in um, the trailer. But getting a good look at the hilt, um, uh, I looked at it first. The first time I saw it, I said, ooh, I don't know that that is like Ezra's. But now seeing it, I think it is. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, little bits and pieces of Ahsoka stuff um, from Comic-Con. I don't know. I think I don't think there is a Lucasfilm panel. I mean, and even if there was, you know, the cast and stuff isn't going to be there because of the strike. Um, now, they are doing a um, Star Wars Outlaws panel on Saturday for the new game. That's cool. Hopefully, we get some cool information out of uh, that panel because I would be That very, will be cool. Yeah, yeah. The more and more that comes out about that game, because some, some little pieces have come out here and there saying that, like, you know, each of the planets are handcrafted. There's no, like, procedural genera generated stuff going on. Um, there's no... that they're, they're fairly big. They're about the size of one of the big zones in an uh, Assassin's Creed game. Um, and that if you were to take like a speeder bike from one side of the planet to the other, it would still take you quite a bit of time. So it's seems like they're being fairly ambitious with this game. Now, oh, wow. when it comes to Ubisoft, and ambition and final result, two different things. So yeah. I think we should all still, you know, try to go in at it with a, a level head of expectations for that game. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully... Um, it turns out good though. And hopefully it actually comes out next year, but I don't think it's going to, I think it will get delayed out of 2024. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I saw that was kind of neat is I guess they're going to be doing another, you know, for the last couple of years, they've been doing those like Lego sp star Wars specials on Disney uh -huh. plus. I guess they have one coming this year called Lego star Wars, Amando ween. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, Mando. They've been consistently doing Halloween stuff. Yeah, I mean they did they did like the the holiday one, remember, a couple of years ago, and then they did like their summer vacation one. Um and then they did the one Halloween one and looks like they're doing another one and it's about Mando Weens. So we might the get franchise to see a Lego is so popular yeah. at Halloween time. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, and it, it also, I, to me, lead, uh, leaves you the most amount of room to do something, like, fun and weird and, like... Silly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, coming attractions. Le Lego Nin Ninjago, Dragons Rising. Lego Dreams with three Zs. Yeesh. Trials of the Dream Chasers. Lego Friends, the next ca chapter. I don't know what that is. Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red, Lego Star Wars Mando Ween, celebrate the season. And then there's something here that's confidential. And I have no idea what that is. I don't think it's going to be Star Wars related. Hmm. Who knows? Lego whatever the fuck. Yeah, Lego the oh, something ing. Lego dick. The fucking That's what it is. It's confidential. They were like, listen, we're getting hard into the, no no pun intended, into the fucking adult market with Lego. I'm pretty sure Lego Friends is like a drama, like school drama. Like, Oh, really? 
almost like a Barbie kind of, but like more like a Saved by the Bell kind of thing. Really? Have you seen any of this? Is this something you're familiar with? I like feel it? like I have seen commercials for the Lego Friends. I gotcha. And it seems like they have their own story. Huh. Like a, okay. Like a series or something. I gotcha. Um, that's interesting. Um, so another thing that popped up that, uh, or it might just be friends. Do, 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 do. Oh, really? Like Ross and Chandler and Phoebe and shit in Lego form? Jennifer Aniston Legos. Huh. I mean, I guess if that's what you want to do, Lego, do your thing, I guess. You know, it's funny. I've been seeing a lot of Hayden Christensen lately. My suppose my quote unquote smart TV. Uh-huh. Uh, when instead of just shutting off when it doesn't have a visual input from a source, it will go to its own custom home home TV screen of the TV brand. Uh-huh. And it'll flip through like, you know, usually B movies or whatever, or really old movies, but Jumper. Hayden Christensen's Jumper movie has been on there. So, like, when I'm getting the baby to sleep and then, you know, Liam turns the Xbox off or whatever and the TV doesn't shut off, it'll flip over there and there's Hayden Christensen doing his little Jumper thing in a little mini mini trailer. And I was like, oh, Anakin. Oh, Anakin. He shirt, man. That was his big (coughs) post-Star Wars thing, Jumper. It sure was. Mm -hmm. I went to the theater to see Jumper. Was it good? I, I haven't could, still. I still haven't seen it. I'll be, I remember Jeff saw it, um, and he said it was good. And I was like, okay, all right, well, maybe I'll watch it one day. It just never did. I don't remember. I don't remember disliking it. Right. I remember being like, that was decent. I could not tell you one single fucking story beat from Jumper, though. You know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I I I, I just can't remember a single thing from it but i do remember going to see it and being like oh it was all right samuel L. jackson's in that too right i believe so yeah um yeah i do know hayden christensen did a not good movie medieval night movie with nicholas cage yep uh but it was not his fault because he was not bad in the movie it just was not a good movie i think it was one of those yeah. In the day that they were the two leads. And I mean, they did, they pulled the heft of the movie, but like, it just wasn't a good one. Um, yeah. I remember you telling me about that movie early on in the podcast, like in a very early episode of the podcast. Oh, wow. Um, I remember you well, here mentioned we are, 400 episodes. Left. Yeah. So still talking about this damn Nicolas Cage, Hayden Christensen movie that I still haven't seen. I still ain't seen that shit. Um, a not very good middle evil movie where he's a not very good knight. Oof. Dio's Mio, man. Whatever keeps the lights on, Hayden. I think that was what they were. I think it was paycheck for both of those dudes. I think Nicolas Cage had mad dinosaur skull debt and he needed <laughs> to pay it down. Mad sign of dinosaur skull debt. That's funny. That was a good reference there, buddy. Um, okay, so Hayden, post-2005... He was in Factory Girl, Awake, Virgin Territory. Woof. And then Jumper. Jumper was three years after Revenge of the Sith. Jumper came out after I moved to Birmingham. Mm. Holy shit. Huh. New, Lo- New York, I Love You, Takers. Vanishing on 7th Street. Quantum Quest, a Cassini space. O- what is this? what is this Uh, is a 2010 animated educational science fiction adventure film okay it's only 45 minutes long a Cassini space there's a Cassini pro I believe James Earl Jones is in it too look at this cast John Travolta as Dave Sarah Michelle Gellar um wait a second hold on the film's cast changed in 2008 reflecting a new script and detailing a host of new discoveries what so these people aren't in the movie i have no idea my man i know i know you're not a fucking 
I'm my mind is equally as splattered as okay, yours so is. Chris Pine is Dave. John Travolta's out. Amanda Peet is Ranger. Samuel How have Jackson. I seen or heard of this? Samuel probably Jackson. only plays in like high school um, science um, classes. Fucking James Earl Jones. He's still he's still around for it. William Shatner, Brent Spiner, Mark Hamill, Tom Kenny, Neil Armstrong, um, Casey Kasem. Ooh, Casey. Oh, shaggy. Kasem. Talk about shit you don't want to be doing on a Sunday. Riding in your mom's Ford Escort. Listen to Casey Kasem. Talking about in the, the top, top 40. 40 countdown. Get out of here, Casey Kasem. Uh, I mean, you know, peace and love. And how many Padre Spirits you sing? He's not with us anymore. Um, He's the original it? voice of Shaggy. I'm looking for the Speaking outcast. This is the movie you told me about. Outcast. Oof. Oof. Mad dinosaur dinosaur skull debt. Indeed. <laughs> outcast is a 2014 American Chinese Canadian action film directed by Nick Powell in his directorial debut and written by James Dorner. It stars Nicolas Cage, Hayden Christensen. The film stated for release, but was postponed to April 3rd, 2015. The film received negative reviews from critics, critics one of which, our buddy, Will Witten. It's it had a 25 million dollar budget and made 5.1 million at the, the box office. Yikes! Yikes! I said what I said. You said what you said, and it seemed founded in um, seemed solid. Like I said. It was not their fault. It was not his fault because he did his best. <laughs> he tried. I watched that movie and I watched that man act his butt off, but that was just a bad movie, you know. So I guess Leslie Headland, right? The the lady who was heading up the Acolyte, the show that's coming next year, um, yeah. was on a podcast talking about that show. And one of the pieces of information that she dropped was. Um, uh, that it's going to have more Jedi than you've seen in any other Star Wars content. Oh, really? That's quite the claim. It is. It's a lot of Jedi then. Um, I wonder if you see like a, a large academy spread. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we know, you know, it's it's during the High Republic era and all that. Um, but I don't know, man. There... There's a lot of Jedi in those damn prequels. So many so that every now and then I'll see a prequel Jedi and I'll be go, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and sure enough, they were in those movies. So they're bringing a lot of Jedi to the Acolyte. Um, um, she said, I would say that the Acolyte stands out because it's the earliest in the Star Wars timeline that we have ever been in live action. We are towards the end of the High Republic leading into the prequels, George Lucas's prequels. So we are looking at a time period where the Jedi are at the height of their power. We're looking at a time period where there is peace throughout the galaxy. And it was very challenging and interesting to make a Star Wars with no war in it. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. That's kind of something we've discussed before. Yeah. Star mm -hmm. Wars without war. Right. You know, what's that like? Because mm -hmm. we haven't really got to see that a whole lot. No, and and, and this is going to be pretty fascinating, I think. You know, um, yeah. the more and more you hear about it, the more and more I have to, I mean, you have to think that it's going to cover at least partially what the Sith are up to behind the scenes during this era, right? Mm -hmm. I would be fucking flabbergasted William if uh, if Plagueis wasn't in this in some fashion at this point I'm I'm almost willing to put money down that that Plagueis is involved in some way big oh, horse really yeah yeah because what do we I mean obviously since we haven't seen Plagueis in actual canon you know they don't have to um necessarily keep him as the same uh 
alien species that he was. Oh, so you don't think he would be immune? He might be, though. I'm not saying he won't. But also, who knows how long those those fucking five-headed motherfuckers live, you know? They could live the, the longer than a Wookiee, for all we know. So True. He could be around. Is the Wookiee the longest living? I would say, I think whatever the hell Yoda is. is probably How old do Wookiees live? Fucked if I know, buddy. I don't know that we... <laughs> I mean, Chewbacca's a couple hundred years old, right? Yeah, right. Let's, right. See. Let's see. How old is Chewbacca? How you doing, Chewbacca? Chewbacca, he's 200 years old. Now, what we don't know is that, like, they've never established, like, oh, Chewbacca's an old guy, or, ooh, he's middle-aged, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck knows? Let's see. We know Yoda's an old man at 900. Yeah. What is the lifespan of a Wookiee? About 400. Damn. Damn. Now, where does he's this come he's from? He's middle-aged. He's middle-aged. Is this motherfucker, is this reliable? <laughs> About 400 years, this says. We just asked the internet, and we were uh-huh. like, hold on, wait a minute. All right, we're going to Wikipedia. Is this legit how yeah. long this fictional character lives? Yeah, we're going to the reliable, the good good, that <laughs> Wikipedia boy. That good good. That Wiki. good good. Average lifespan over 400 <laughs> standard years. Bro, Chewie's going to be around forever, bro. They could do a Star Wars movie set 150 years after episode 9 and Chewie could be in it. He's going to be a little old, a little long in the Wookiee tooth. Yeah, he don't got to be doing much. Nah, he can be man. Lando in it in a cape. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, Chewie in a cape. Watch out. Cape and a cane, but like a really, really big gnarly piece of wood cane. Yeah. You know, like a, a yeah. big stick. Yeah. Yeah, that boy carries the big stick. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Wikipedia. About 400 years. And Chewie's 200 <laughs> in, in the original trilogy slash, you know, sequel trilogy. Our mm-hmm. man's got a little time left. I like hearing that. He's got time on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. And he's got time to have a bunch of kids. And oh, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to be gross, but like they Bro. could carry the Ch- the Baca Chewbacca lineage. Yeah, man. On in the saga for many years. You yeah, know. Be, it'd be one of those those uh, photo spreads like you're looking at a puppy mill, and there's a bunch of fucking little baby Chewies, baby Bacas, baby Baca. Um, I, uh, it would be cool. Like, I know Star Wars is trying to get away from, you know, the name lineage, but it'd be cool for the Wookiee family to carry it on. So, you know, I am 100% convinced that Yoda is going to show up in some way in Acolyte, right? Um, he, he has to, right? Right. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a major element of it, but I just don't see... No matter how, what, like, lofty ambitions any writer, much less just Leslie Headland, might have about, like, oh, this is its own thing. But I just don't see how you avoid having, uh, you know, a little bit younger of a Yoda in that show. Um, mm-hmm. But this means that Chewie, he could be in it. I don't think he will be. There's no reason mm-hmm. necessarily for him to be. But Chewie's kicking around during the High Republic stuff. Yeah, Chewie might have known old Buriaga. Growing up, funny. growing up on old uh, Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I've totally here. This is my dude right here, Will Buriaga. Love this dude. I man, remember. he looks really nice for he's, a Jedi. Yeah, man, doesn't he look friendly? He looks and like he's, the kind- his saber kind of has like broadsword hilt yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Those, Cross guard, I guess, is what that's called. Those uh, High Republic sabers are sick. Yeah, they are. I love. And another thing I love is the High Republic robes with the They're gold. So and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You the get sabers me. and the robes. They look so... like fucking paladins. Yeah, <sighs> they do. Um, man, dude, I was. I'm not feeling super great today, but hearing that Chewie is middle aged at 200 it has re has rejuvenated <laughs> me, man. I am re- reinvigorated. Where this podcast is going to go on for three hours now, just because of how happy I am. 
<laughs> man, look at I'm some of these. Jazzed. Look at some of these oh, High wow. Republic uh, lightsabers, no man. No way. That is cool. They're so fucking cool, Dude, man. that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love some High Republic sabers. I wish I had the time to get caught up on those books because I was enjoying it quite a bit. And everything I hear from like King Tom and Rick and Sal and everybody that that is, you know, caught up and has been reading them all just sounds really fucking cool. Ooh, look at that. All right. So that's kind of it for anything, you know. Interesting to talk about news-wise. You want to hear from our friends and uh, call it an evening? Sure. Because, buddy, I got to go bask in the fucking glow of knowing that Chewie's middle-aged. Yeah, right. Man, here we go. You know what me and Chewie have in the common, Will? What's what's that? We're middle-aged. Middle-aged, that's right. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Kitty Cockhead To stroke his cone and suck on his balls Kitty Cockhead What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge But he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow Cockhead Blue Herb Cockhead Harsberger Cockhead Will Wynn had to go with the classic this week you know that's good yeah the anthem for a middle-aged chewbacca hey how you doing chewbacca chewbacca Um, so if you guys if any of you guys listening would like to send an email or a voicemail super easy to do send it to blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com so first up we've got one from our pal richard howard what the fuck richard he says, I enjoyed the question about who you and Will would want in your crew for a bachelor party. I would take Lando and Hondo with Ezra as the dedicated driver and Chewie as the muscle. Something tells me Ezra gets loud when he has a drink or two. <laughs> Lando would keep the crew classy, but Hondo would make it a night to remember. Ooh. To add to this theme, I like who- this. Who would you and Will like to have, quote-unquote, provide the entertainment for the bachelor party? I would suggest the lady in the white dress in the scene where Anakin runs up the stairs to see Palpatine. How about you guys? Thanks and regards, Richard Howard. Uh, You know, this lady in the white dress, I'm glad to see it wasn't just me that this lady stuck out Mm. in that scene in episode three. Because she's... uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Will? Sheesh. Right? Mm-hmm. He's pulling his cock out. Um, so, I wonder, you know who now, the perfect, the perfect person to facilitate the entertainment would be the Twi'lek lady from Book of Boba Fett. What was her name? The one that ran the bar? Mm, I don't remember. Oh, what was her name? Poor lady's rotisserie these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking the goddamn pikes. Um, Can't have anything nice on Tatooine. Was it Lorethot? No. Damn. Mm. This shit is starting to get me a little ticked off again. I'm sitting here looking Uh-oh. through the... Uh-oh. Sitting here just, woof. Um, it's sitting here looking through the, uh, Garza whip this lady. Yeah, yeah. That's where you go for the bachelor party. You go to her bar, you know, she's cool. Yeah. She's cool. That's the most attractive Twi'lek lady in star Wars right there. 
Okay, who is your number one least do, does does not provide entertainment? Like a place you don't want to go for a yeah, good time? Yeah, the one place you don't want to go. Whose establishment or what entertainer do you not want coming up to provide you with entertainment or drinks or a place? Um, I'll be honest with you, buddy. I don't know that I would want to go hang out at Jabba's Palace. Yeah, yeah. Just seems like a bunch of assholes and Boba Fett. You know, you gotta go there when you kind of want to die. Yeah, you kind of gotta go there. Like, you know, this time last year, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll go to fucking Jabba's Palace. Fuck it. What do I go? It's all. It's over for me. Fuck it. You know, either win big or die. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know about hanging out because first off, there's Jabba, right? There's Jabba. He's got ladies chained up and shit. That ain't my bag. That's and you know he don't smell good. No, you know that. No. You know that giant and you know, he's stank a, up that whole place. You know, you know Boba Fett is still having it scrubbed out. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, he's got the pressure. He's got one of those Gamorians pressure washing that place on the regular. Because not only was there Jabba, then there was fucking Bib Fortuna after Jabba. Blech. And the rancor in the basement. Yeah, Yo, just taking and pooping people. Yeah, taking uh, taking big old rancor dookies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know Jabba's the kind of motherfucker that like thinks Chinese Democracy is a good album. Got <laughs> So the vibe is just bad, right? It's just bad vibes. And I don't care. Like, you know, if I want to go see, like, the, these are the redeeming things about Jabba's Palace, okay? You ready? Yeah. You got fucking uh, uh, the band. Why can't I think of my dude? The blue boy. The blue boy? The blue elephant oh. boy. Oh, he makes it through a lot. Yeah. Oh, what is his name? Why can't uh, I think of his name? It's not Snice Noodles. But Snice Noodles is in the band. Oh. Right? Oh. Oh, why can't I think of his name? There is a few dozen people screaming it. They um, are screaming at us right like, now. And know? once I come up with it, it's going to be... It's nice it's Noodles. It's going to be funny. Um... Rebo, Max Rebo. Rebo, Max, Max Rebo. Rebo. Okay, so you get okay. The bonus for Jabba's Palace, you get to see you get to see Max Rebo and Snice Noodles band. Like I don't well, need Max. I don't need Joe Yowza, huh? You know? <laughs> right? You know, you know where I wouldn't go? Hmm. Um the 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 lady from the Bad Batch that double crosses. Oh yeah, Sid. Sid's establishment. Man, I yeah, avoid that place stabbed like a in the back. Sid also yeah. thinks that fucking Chinese Democracy is a good album. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, uh, hard pass. Hard pass, indeed. Um, I would love to go to Maz Kanata's palace. Maz that, Kanata's That's where that, I would have see, she a runs, bachelor party. That's banging. Yeah, she runs a tight ship. No fighting, right? No fighting. No job of the hut. No salacious crumb, right? Nope. Only tasty treats on the table. Uh-huh. Good drinks. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good show, too. There might be something crazy. It might be like space magic mm-hmm. or like a singer and a dancer. You know whose like... establishment I'd like to go to? Who's that? Sagon's. Sagon. I don't know who's that. You don't know Sagon? I don't know. Sagon. These nuts. Uh, I thought that that was going to be something. <laughs> you, you, were, you said, I don't know. I was like, I'm, it's not a Hertz Donut. It's not a, it's a, not a these donut. nuts. It's not a Ligma joke. I, I missed the Sagan I've never heard before. Well, welcome to the club. Um, you know, Moss Isley Cantina. I, I've been to plenty of establishments like Moss Isley Cantina. The Nick. Here in Birmingham. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. that place would probably be okay. You just don't, you go and you mind your business. Right? You mind your business and you don't look at anybody in no. the eyes for too long. Nope. You just go. If at all. You just go. You're like, hey, Wooer, can I get a couple of uh, blue milks over here, buddy? You know? And you then listen you to brood some, in your corner. Yep. Listen to some Figrin Dan and the tonal nodes. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> We don't serve their kind here. Uh, I'm telling you, though, 
the the what was her what was the bar in Book of Boba Fett called? I can't remember. I feel like it was it had like a almost like a classy name to it. I'm sure it did. Um We'll see. Let's see here. Sanctuary. That's that the was name. the name of the bar? Yeah, it's a sanctuary, bro. Well, that's super fucked up that the Pikes blew it up then. Yeah, those bastards. The Pikes, they get they they deserve what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, they look so different between animation show and live action. And, uh, you know, honestly, I don't know that they would... You know another bar that I would definitely go hang out at is the Droid Bar from the last season of... Yeah, I wouldn't be welcome there, but I'd hang out at the droid bar. You know, I, initially, I think you're right. But I think I could win those droids over. You know? I go in there and I'm like, <laughs> hey, guys, listen. I just want to hang out. I think you guys are so cool. Huh? Hey, guys, I think droids are awesome. Talking to that one uh, fucking protocol droid that had the, like, the shiny blue paint job. You remember? Be like, man, you're slick. Yeah. You're slick. It's fucked up what they make you guys do around here, man. And they'd be like, this guy's all right. We should buy him a quart of oil or whatever the fuck they have on tap there. Right. <clears throat> all right. Next up. Um, Utah. Utah. Dougie. Dougie. Well, this is your boy Dougie calling in. Uh, you guys really got me going last week with your, your alien talk. I would be so down for some more egg alien segments or goblins or, or you know whatever creatures y'all want to get into. Uh, but you also got me going on the, um, you know, adapting some of the Heir to the Empire books with Luke. And, uh, like, how, how far are we going to go into that with the Filoni-verse? You know, they dropped a little bit of a clue and Ahsoka says she's searching... And, you know, the heir, Thrawn is the heir to the Empire and, and things like that in the trailer. How much of that, those books, would you adapt? What parts would you adapt? Would you bring in Luke, Anakin, Ace, Dion, Palpatine, whatever. Anyways, love you guys. Peace. Bro, that that little devilish laugh there at the end from Dougie, that's good. That that's good, good right there. Um, so there's definitely plenty of elements, right, from that original uh, Timothy Zahn Thrawn trilogy that I think you could reconfigure. I think you got to leave Luke out of it, though. As much as it as as fun as it was to um joke around on the show um you know uh i got a a a it's not often that i get a text from steel related to something we say on the show um you know like he listens and he'll be like oh a good episode or something like that but it's hard it's not often that he singles out something specifically that luke shit pushed him over the edge though he texted me and he was like that theory is awful and i was like i know i know it's awful it was purposely awful um i think you got to leave that out honestly and this is nothing i have nothing against the character from the books i want to say that now because some people are about to be fucking a little spicy with me when i say this i think you got to leave at this point i think you got to leave mara jade out of it oh yeah like once Definitely. again, nothing against her character in the books, but I think that is one of those elements that probably should just stay in, in the, the, the legends you, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like you know, I, some of the bigger concepts I think you could do. Obviously, you know, Thrawn as quote unquote the heir to the Empire is going to get brought over, um, but you know, I don't think you need. You know, what was the smuggler guy? I kind of like that guy. Was it Talon Card? Was that his name? I probably said that wrong. Um, yeah, this guy. Talon Card. Cared. Card. Anytime, Carday. Carday. Anytime <laughs> I think of um, 
heir to the empire. It just reminds me, you know, our buddy Steve Ad Mundy that did the Kiadi Mundy song. Uh-huh. The very first email he ever sent us was a voicemail telling me how to pronounce Joris Sabayoth, who was a character from those books. Because look, man, you know how the fuck am I supposed to say that, my dude? I, I probably said <laughs> Joris Sabalth. Oh man, that's old Joris Sabalth. Sabayoth. Um, um, yeah. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't easily know, mistaken. I don't know that you need to bring him in, but I think you can have a character. He looks like a kung fu master. He kind of does. He looks like Sifu Joris. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, look, where's because he's the Joker that's got his titties out on the Heir to the Empire cover. You're right. When oh, what? Yeah, man. He's got him titties he's out. Breath of conning it. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Oh. Now, how else would you explain it than that man's got him titties out? He's got he he's got him appropriately covered. He's probably got pasties holding the robe open. But the six pack on that old man with a beard is impressive. Bro, bro. he does his sit ups, his crunches. He 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 watches his macronutrients and shit. He's so powerful, the force is coming out of his fingers. Oh, that's just, he's at a rave, and he's got, like, glow sticks <laughs> taped to his fingers. That's a scene in that book. There's a scene where him and Thrawn <laughs> and whatever. What were the fucking, there were the lizards in those books that could block the force. What were those? The oh Yasalamari or something? Oh, fuck. I've been pretty good at being able to Google some of this hard-to-spell shit, but this one might be on <laughs> beyond. Yasalamari. I bet you I think I think I got it. I did. Yasalamir. Look at this boy. This man had lizards that blocked the force. Not one of lizards. Once again, not one of Timothy Zahn's better um, implementation, better ideas. I don't know. That's not terrible. Having a a biological I don't force like blocker is not terrible. I just the forces it's in all things between me. I wouldn't make it you, a lizard. The rock, the ship, it's everywhere. Will the man I would said make it. it something crazy, Cthulhu, like an amoeba in a jar that doesn't belong. Oof. A corruption, a and subversion, the, and the way you have to to interface with it to block the forces, you got to put it up your butt. Ooh, whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. That means you really got to want to fucking block things out the just, force. Uh, things kind of got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I farted in a poopy almost. Oh, all right, I'll do it for you. <laughs> I farted in a poopy almost slipped out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man. Oh, my man. Listen, if, 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 if you guys can, if you guys listening. You better send in some voicemails between now and Ahsoka, or you know what it's going to be. It's going to be a, a lot of me and Will making jokes so I can do shit like this. I hope you like that soundboard. <laughs> so, listen, you better get them emails and them voicemails in. Because, um, sheesh. Um, oh, speaking of which, so Will is going on vacation next week, right, buddy? You're taking a Indeed I am. a beach trip with the fam. So taking the fam to the beach. Unless there is something that I feel like I just have to talk about, whether that's you know something related to Ahsoka at Comic Con or maybe related to to Outlaws, um, we're probably going to be taking next week off. Um, so there may or may not be an episode next week. You'll know. You'll know by looking at Star Wars news, and if there's something halfway cool, then I'll be fucking strapping myself into the chair to talk about it. Um, otherwise, we'll see you the week after. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful time at the beach, buddy. Thanks, man. So hope where you, you guys have a good week. You're leaving on Saturday. You're coming back on Saturday. You're gone Saturday to Saturday? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds fun. Old fucking Gulf Shores, baby. Oh, Gulf Shores, Redneck Riviera. Are y'all going to go through the uh, the big sa- shark mouth to go into the 
souvenir shop? Is souvenir that City? Yeah. Probably. You got to. The wife was worried that it's going to rain every day while we're down there. I was like, don't worry about that. We'll find something to do. We'll do a different souvenir shop every day. You know, it happens. Yeah. And it's the beach. It might rain in the morning and then be sunny the rest of the day. Yeah, or vice versa. You know, it's just you guys kind of how it goes. You go to the beach, you look at some poor fucking hermit crabs with shit painted on the back of their shells, getting sold, just knowing they're, they, they do not have the same lifespan as our boy Chewbacca. Say, none of them crabs going to live a week past the past cell. Uh-uh. It, is, it is the apocalypse for those poor hermit crabs. Oh, you guys should get some extra shells for them to move into when they outgrow the shell they're in now. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. With cool designs painted on them and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, buddy. Well, that does it for us this week. Thanks for recording. Oh, dude. Thanks for recording with me. Hey, guys. Listen. Uh, if you enjoy our theme song, please check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Leave us a review sometime, please. We, we really appreciate it. It helps us out. Check out me and Steve on High Potion every Monday talking about video games. And until either next week or the week after, this has been Blue Harvest. And I'm Hauls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>